Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, class, settle down. Settle down, please. Is that you? Settle down. I'm not going to fall asleep today. Yeah, you're a little idiot. <laughs> oh, don't you remember I was keeping you up last night thinking about a million different things all at once? It'd be great. Yeah, you know what? Screw that. Okay. Listen, I am in get. Like, I, I need to get my grades up in this class. Okay. I can't have you messing around with everything. Give me grades in this class. Oh, come on, buddy. You can't focus when you're this tired. Thinking about all the things that could have happened to you while you sleep last night. Remember how exhausting that yeah, was. Whatever. Yeah. See, there we go. Oh, baby wants some sleep. We're just going to take a nice little nap right now. Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore? Mr. Moore. Yeah. yeah. Are we Sorry, doing okay? Sorry, it was uh, late night. My life's a bit of a wreck right now. Yes, well, everyone life's a wreck. As we see in Wagamese's Indian Horse, which exemplifies the power of my What's going on, guys, and welcome back to Episode 7, Life's a Wreck, So Here's a Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Moore, and today we're going to be talking about how sports changed my life and how sports are so crucial to the lives of especially young boys, uh, young adults, young men who are going through some mental turmoil, who are dealing with mental health issues and mental illness, um, and, and the effect that it's had on me, on putting me on the path that I'm on today, uh, and the trajectory that I feel like I'm genuinely on. So when I talk about sports and how sports changed my life personally i really think that i mean and it's one of those things sports have been hugely impactful in my life as a whole in my social life um in my family life in every aspect of my life sports have kind of been this north star they've been a guiding force uh and they were really a bright spot of my childhood like some of my fondest memories of of back when i was a kid um are, are generally going out and slinging a, a football or a baseball around with my dad those were times that I'm I'm going to cherish for like my whole life. And I don't think that I'm alone in that. I think a lot of young men uh, and boys, when they're able to connect with uh, people in their lives around a central kind of theme, in a sense, I, I think that's hugely important. And mine, you know, I, I'm so blessed that it was that it was sports because it really introduced me to a world that I've completely fallen in love with. Yeah, me and my dad used to go out. And uh, and it was one of those things that growing up, he was a huge hockey player. Uh, he, he loved to play hockey, still does play hockey. And I kind of played hockey for one season. Uh, I was like a giraffe on skates. Still am like a giraffe on skates. What's wrong with the lanky kid? Why can't he skate? Uh, and uh, decided to play basketball instead. And when I decided to play basketball, like me and my dad weren't able to kind of uh, connect on the. I, I didn't really watch hockey too much with my dad as well. Uh, I wasn't as... 
I guess I, I didn't dive into the world of hockey like I know a lot of my friends did, especially growing up in the town that I grew up in. It was predominantly a hockey town. Um, so uh, the fact that I had kind of chosen my winter sport to be basketball was a little bit on uh, on the unique side. But that was, uh, you know, the male influence of my life. My dad, uh, he, he loves, loves hockey. And uh, I can definitely trust me. I can definitely appreciate the game. I think that hockey is is beautiful and incredible uh i was just terrible at it and especially when i was at a young age and i was trying to find a sport to kind of attach my uh you know attach my young athletic career to uh i I excelled a little bit more in basketball and fell in love with the sport and that's uh and kind of just ran with it from there but the fact that uh, me and my dad, outside of the kind of the winter season, we were able to really, he, he loved throwing the baseball around. He was something he did with his dad and that I did with him. And then when I started to uh, develop an interest in football as well, we would go out and I would run routes in the front yard and he would whip the ball around to me. And, you know, I got to give him credit for, uh, for a 5'8 quarterback. The guy could throw. This man walked so Kyler Murray could run. The guy can huck it. So I, it was great. I was the, I was the you know, standout touchdown target. Bro, are you hungry or are you still full of yourself? In our, in our backyard football outings. And he was, uh, he was the Tom Brady kind of putting it in the pocket, right in the bread basket. It was great. We were, we were a one-two punch. It was fantastic. Um, but those were genuinely some of, the, some of the times that when I was dealing with some of the deepest, darkest points uh, of my young adolescent life, those were such bright spots. And I remember, just, I remember those memories so fondly. Um, and, it, and it was sports. And that was the beauty of it. It was just like me and my dad connecting on, on, on sports. And, you know, I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate. I know this isn't the case with, uh, with some people uh, to grow up with a dad who was, who was present, who was supportive, who was loving, uh, who was just, you know, you know, really someone who I look up to more than words can express. He was, he was my, my hero. This guy's amazing. Um, and the fact that I was able to, you know, we were able to bond over something like sports was so, so cool. And, and that bond in general like connecting with people some of my best friends were because of playing sports you know i made because of playing sports the connection the social side of it was huge for me growing up it was so important when i was playing basketball i I, one of my closest friends in the world alistair nicholson i started playing basketball with him when we were like i want to say in grade five grade six or something like that and we played basketball on the same team on the same you know same shift all the way up through up until we got to got to be seniors uh, in grade 12 and cap, co-captain uh, our grade 12 basketball team. Like he, you know, to this day, one of my closest friends and one of the, th- and the thing we bonded about was basketball. Like the social aspect of it, the connection aspect of sports, there's something about it that just brings people together. It's, sports are like gravity. It's magnetic. You just draw people in because you have this one central goal. You have this one central love that you can just connect over. It truly is like building family because when you're building a, like when you have family, it's because you're all, you know, connected by a love for something and it's a love for each other. And it's a love for, you know, love for, for the people that you spend a lot of time around. It's just, there's this overwhelming sense of love. And in sports, I feel like it's very similar. You're all connected about this one love and a way it truly is family. Like everyone always says it's a brotherhood. Well, it really is because you are truly building family incredible and i i know when i was dealing with some really heavy mental illness stuff having those people in my life and having sports in my life were i i cannot stress enough how it was a saving grace it was 
one of the things that truly kept me at a place where I could still fight, where I was still grinding it out because I was like, I, you know, I, I haven't hit that, that pit because I had this, like this small little bright point, something so seems so insignificant, just sports. But man, for a young, for a young boy dealing with some mental, like some pretty, a doozy of a, of a mental health, you know, crisis, I guess you could say like having that, having a bright point was, was massive. And I think that one of the reasons that I fell in love with sports and that it helped me so much with my, with my mental health was because of the fact that it kind of gave me a chance to turn my brain off. Like it was the one time where I had something that was so overwhelmingly in front of me that my brain couldn't help but focus on what was in front of me. I guess you could say it was, I guess you could say it was kind of like turning my brain on because I could only focus on what was directly in front of me. I could only focus on the game, the, all the little intricate as, you know, aspects of the game. Because you know, I felt like it was one of the only times that my mental illness was like legitimately my superpower. OCD made me overthink everything in my life. So I overthought. Anytime I stepped on the field or the court or anything, my mind went a million miles a minute, but I was thinking about everything. It was, it was kind of cool. It was like some matrix ass numbers on the screen <laughs> just had to zero in reading all the like the um the scene in um says this is a mad dried up pop culture reference. the scene in the hangover yep. when they're doing they're doing the poker or the blackjack or whatever it is and the numbers are all floating around like that was me on a soccer field <laughs> it was it was really honestly it was kind of cool and that was like i was kind of like that was one of the times i was kind of proud of like oh like i you know i'm thinking about things like before they're happening and like i was anticipating things and it was literally because of the fact that in my own life, I was anticipating the worst case scenario at all times. And it was running through my head a million miles a minute. It was beating me down and it was exhausting. But as soon as I stepped on the field, it was like this little like shift. And it was like I was thinking about the game, thinking about the game, thinking about the game. But it was like I was thinking about what was happening. And then if this happened, this would happen. And if this happened, this would happen. And it's like my brain was just already trained to do it in a negative way. So as soon as I could do it in kind of a positive way, it was so, it was great. It was really great. And then anxiety made me fear letting people down. So I pushed myself. You know, I chose to try and lead and and really go for it because I wanted to win. I really, you know, I wanted the, the people in my life to be happy. And eventually it became I wanted me to be happy. And that's, you know, that's an even, trust me, that's an even better feeling. But in the moment, it was... You know, I, I really did when I was a kid. I, I'd mentioned this on uh, one of the earlier podcasts, but I really had a fear of like losing people and kind of distancing from people in my life. Uh, I, I had a need for connection in a way, and because of anxiety, you know, I had a fear of letting people down, of like you know, not giving people a reason to kind of be around in a sense. And when I was playing sports. It wasn't really, you know, I really just wanted to, I wanted to push myself. I wanted to be, I wanted to be one of the best guys out there every time I touched whatever playing surface I was on and anxiety pushed me and OCD made me perform. It was truly like, it was this one, two punch. And I always talk about it beating me down, but this was like, this was why I loved sports so much. This is why I chose to go to Ryerson. This is why I chose to come to Toronto, take the chance, be in this world of sports to dedicate, you know, my entire career to the overwhelming kind of arch of sports 
because of the fact that like this was when I was a kid, like this was the time that the the two boxers in the ring stopped fighting and kind of like helped me up. And they were like, oh, like see this cool thing that we're doing. Yeah, like we'll help you out for the next, you know, couple hours. Then we'll beat the crap out of you, but we're going to help you for the next two hours. And it was this weird, weird little paradigm. But I was like really thankful for that time that I had to, I had a break. Because not a lot of people, especially when they're struggling for mental illness, find something that gives them that escape. It literally, like, it was this one time where it was like I was jumped, like, shot out of a cannon out of this dark pit. And I landed on the top. And for a couple hours, I got to kind of see, like, whoa. <laughs> so, like, this is, you know, I can feel, like, this good. And in a time when I didn't feel that way a lot, man, sports huge for me it was awesome so so big and also it showed me the fact that like i could compete and i could be resilient when i was going through my darkest times i knew that i could keep rolling with those punches because of the fact that when i was playing sports and we were down i knew that i could fight back i knew that i could be resilient i knew that we could you know i could lead in the face of adversity or i could try to lead by example and i guess like that kind of trickled over to my my own life I wanted to lead by example in a way. I wanted to show that, man, even though this is this time's getting tough, like as I said, I always believed in tomorrow. I always believed in tomorrow. And that was kind of something that sports taught me. Was genuinely how to uh, approach and com- approach a situation and compete and 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 be yeah, resilient I think is the right word. Because it was just so like there was times where it was just knocking me down, knocking me down, knocking me down. But it's like I had experienced that throughout my athletic career. And I'm sure a lot of athletes can attest to that, that it builds so much character when you're losing, when you're down, when you make a comeback. Like all those things, they teach you so many lessons, especially at a young age when you're kind of, when your, you know, brain's developing and your emotional landscape is developing, your mental landscape's developing. Like when you go through those tough times, that adversity, it teaches you that you can, that tough times can come in your life and that you can deal with them that you can tackle those things head on. And that's kind of what it showed me in my own mental health stuff was even if I was losing and even if I was down, a comeback was always possible. Always possible. Just ask LeBron 2016. Comeback is always possible. Trust me, I felt like I was down 3-1 to my brain a lot. (laughs) A ton. And this wasn't just like a couple weeks series. This was like a couple of years Multiple years, a decade. It was just like one three one deficit after another. But you know, sports taught me that even just because you're down does not mean you're out. Not at all. There's I, I always love, especially when I'm playing, you know, squash with my friends. You would be a big squash guy, eh? and I'm uh, absolutely routing them. I hope that they're listening. I always, uh, I always like to say, the greater the deficit, the greater the comeback. And, you know, kind of poking fun at them. But, like, in, in this in this sense, it was so true. I feel like where I'm at now it is so much more special to me and to the people in my life because of the fact that I went through the really tough stuff and, like, grinded it out and, like, came out objectively on top. You know, I get to sit here, and I'm literally sitting here in my room, you know, five years after I didn't even know, like, You know, I didn't know if I was ever going to be happy in my entire life, if I was ever going to be able to, like, feel these emotions to, you know, be proud of who I was. And, like, in, you know, a couple of years, like, not even five, like, I was, like, 
two years ago, a year ago. And like now I'm sitting here with like a new appreciation for who I am, what I can do, what I'm capable of as not only a content creator, a podcaster, but as a friend, a son, a brother. And like that all came from sports. A lot of it came from sports because it taught me that, man, like I can, I can go through this. Like this is tough, but like truly like I'm tougher. Like that was just such a powerful message to instill in me, even if it was a little bit subconsciously um, as I was as I was growing up. And another thing was like this is just it's so f- fun to just be rambling these things off because it really, you know, honestly, it's kind of showing me just how impactful sports was in my own life. See, that's, that's the thing about this podcast that I love is I get to talk to I get to talk and share my message with or share my story, I guess. Um, with a lot of, you know, with a lot of people who, some of which I've, I've never met and hopefully my words kind of mean something to them, but these words mean a lot to me as well. Like I get to really, you know, reinforce a lot of ideas that I believe in. Um, I get to kind of show myself how far I've come in the past couple of years. I get to be really proud of that. And it's a, you know, it's a really cool experience. And honestly, I just want to thank you guys really quickly for being along for the ride. With that being said, another thing that sports did was it built my confidence in a time that I didn't really have a lot. You know, like I had said in the podcast about self-validation, I didn't really get excited about a lot in my life, even though I was excelling in certain areas. But if I was happy with something, if if I ever got that little tiny peak, it was it was uh, largely because of sports. I remember honestly some of the happiest times of high school were after football wins. Were after like I I left the field with like an interception, a couple tackles. I just felt so like you literally like are riding high. I remember literally one of the happiest times of my entire adolescence was back in high school. And trust, I have this video on my laptop because of just like, like this is just like the pinnacle of my sports career. That's so sad. Um, when I had a, uh, when I had a pick six back in high school and, uh, a- and after the touchdown, like I remember every second of it running out of the end zone to the sidelines, my teammates jumping all over me, my coach giving me a big high five. And it was like in that moment, it was just like I did something that like no one else on my team had done that year. You know, not a lot of people. I hadn't really seen, I don't think I'd seen it really anyone else in the league do it. And it was just like this feeling of just pure euphoria. So cool. And I remember that just building my confidence. Like, I, as I said, I didn't have a lot of confidence. And I still, confidence is something I'm still working on for sure. But, and that was one of those times when, man, that just got me fired up. Even thinking about that right now, it's getting me juiced up. Because in a time where there was a lot of negatives, it was such an overwhelming positive. It like, you know, it was the, like, it, it shot, as I said, you know, shot me out of a cannon. Like, it was like I was standing on the clouds for a second. So cool. So cool. And it did. Like, sports was one of those things that when I started playing sports and then I started working out. And then I started, you know, doing all these things to keep myself. I started, you know, thinking about eating and all that kind of stuff, nutrition, how it was going to fuel my body and taking care of myself genuinely. Um, you know, it really did. It built my confidence a lot. You know, I think that sports for any boy or young man or man who's going through mental health, like a, you know, a lack of mental health or who's dealing with mental illness I really think finding a sport, finding an athletic outlet where you're able to compete and connect with people is so wildly, wildly important. And, you know, it's important for all the reasons that I just named, but 
you know, it, it's important because it's a time to, to be focusing on you. One of the best ways to combat mental illness and, and the lack of mental health is to put a focus on you because you have to be focused on your health and your betterment. And it is, it, it is, it, it, when you're going through these times as tough as it can be and as selfish as you might feel like this, these are the times where you need to be focusing on you and sports is a chance to start doing that, but then see how other people focus on you and how you can focus on other people in a positive way. Cause that's what team's all about. It's about this community, but it kind of starts with you and it's about you buying into this, about you buying into a team, buying into a common goal, buying into this love of a sport. And once you do that, you kind of instill yourself in this community. And these are people who are going to be there to help you, who are going to become a little bit of a support system, who are going to be people that you can lean on and that you can connect with and that you can go have fun with. As I said, some of my best memories are with, you know, going out, having fun with guys who I played sports with, going over to their house, poker nights, all that kind of stuff. Because it was just like, it was just, it was so cool. And it wasn't even like always guys that I played sports with directly, but it was sometimes other athletes. It was other people that were, were athletically involved in, in my school or in the community. You know, those are, those were the best times. They true, like really genuinely really were. Because you just got, you just got a chance to kind of turn your mind off, to be focused in on the situation. And trust me, some of those first, like when I first started kind of like going out and uh and you know hanging out with friends and stuff like that like there would still be times where i'd get like really anxious i'd have anxiety attacks and those kind of things but i found like as i went forward and i built these connections with these people when i was around these people i stopped i stopped feeling less anxious i stopped feeling anxious and i started to feel more you know it does it, it feels like there's these people around you who got your back it's so important so huge you know, it gives you a chance to see what you're capable of. It gives you a chance to have that athletic outlet. We talk so often in the world of mental health about how physical health and mental health are not two separate things. They're intertwined. They're one and the same. Because when your physical health improves, a lot of the times your mental health improves. You're focusing on yourself. You become, you build that self-confidence. You build this, this belief system in yourself. And then when your mental health improves, a lot of the times you have more time to focus on you. So that means you're, you're kind of doing things for you, which a lot of the time your physical health improves as well. And also stress and those kind of things can wreak havoc on our bodies. It can do terrible, terrible things like, you know, stress legitimately will make you sick. It'll, you know, it'll put you in the dirt pretty fast. Like stress is crazy. I, I get it a lot, especially uh, at work and stuff where people tell me I'm older than I am. It's like, yeah, you know, the 15 years of stress really, uh, really, really will do that to you. They're like, oh, how old are you? How old are you? Oh, I'm, 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 you know, 20, I'm almost 21. And I go, oh, oh my gosh, I would have said like 25, 26. It's like, yeah, well, sleepless nights between the ages of like 15 and 18 and hating yourself will do that to you. If you're looking for that ni nice, young, youthful glow, mental health, uh, you got to have pretty good mental illness, not the way to go. If you're dealt that hand, yeah, no, it, it, it happens. Stress is one of those things that like, it'll literally tear you apart. So to have an outlet for that stress, massive, huge, and you know, super important. I would, I would encourage anyone who's listening to this podcast who has men in their life who, who are dealing with these issues, whether it's, you know, a mother listening to this and her son's going through this kind of stuff, 
or 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 a father in a sense going through this or the father himself is is dealing with these issues joining any kind of league a beer league uh you know a, a rusty blades league anything like or or you know kind of not not forcing your kids into sports because i don't think that that's the way to go but encouraging them to seek these athletic outlets and sports being a huge one even finally the thing is i know a lot of people who kind of tried to push their kids into one sport specifically and their kid loved sports but they didn't love the sport that they were being pushed into i think you have to give you know your kid a chance like my dad gave me a chance to play basketball like my dad never pushed me into hockey totally could have you know he played hockey his entire his entire life he totally could have said no we're playing hockey you're going to be a hockey player blah 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 but after my and, and granted he saw how terrible i was so maybe you know if he wanted to save himself the embarrassment i don't know he didn't want to be the one hockey dad whose kid was like falling down on the blue line all the time and everyone else was putting up a couple goals a game and you know i was struggling to stop <laughs> but you know my you know my parents neither one of the, you know neither one of them they they wanted me to find something that you know i enjoyed that i wanted to buy into and that's what they you know they let me do and that's what i did with soccer and basketball and football volleyball all these different sports but it just you know it was just one of those things that i just didn't click with hockey and there's going to be a lot of kids out there who you know their parents are going to kind of direct them in one direction but you got to kind of find your own path in that way you got to really see that like this is you know this isn't for me this is for me and i think that there's a there's a lot of strength in that choice too because you kind of it's a it's a choice to really that really focuses as i said on you it's predicated on just no one else but you what do you enjoy what do you love to do Man, if you're a 50-something who's struggling with mental health, mental illness, and your entire life, you've never played, but your entire life, you've really wanted to play hockey. And I'll use the hockey example. You've always wanted to play hockey. I would encourage you to the utmost extent to do so. Take that leap of faith. Learn, like, you know, there are adult learn-to-skate schools. It's a slow burn. It's a process. Everything in life is. But man, when you fall in love with something like that, that's crazy. That's huge. You get a chance to do something once or twice a week that removes yourself, that takes yourself out of your brain. And it might not right away. That's the thing is like you might get there and your mental illness flares up because you're trying something new. And that's like, you know, that's scary. But when you push past that point, and you say, I'm doing this for me because I've always wanted to try this. And you're not going to be good right off the bat. You're not going to strap skates on and instantly go out there and be, and be flying around. You might be talented, for sure. Totally. Easily. But it also might be one of those things where you're, you know, getting, uh, you know, you're getting blown by and you, you can't skate that well. But, like, that's the thing. As you develop, if anything, it's building, you know, you, you get to build this community. You get to go have a beer afterwards. Go have a drink. Is vodka crayon, glass of wine after after a game. Like you just gotta go out and enjoy yourself because you've earned it. You totally tried to do something new. I think that that's the biggest thing. Is I would encourage anyone who has an influence on their own athletic life or the athletic life of someone who's younger and just coming up through, and you can tell maybe is dealing with some some mental health issues. These young boys, young men, 
I would encourage them and the people in their lives to get them involved in sports in some capacity because it genuinely, and I truly believe this when I say it, and I don't like to make a ton of promises on this podcast because it's not clinical. I'm not giving, you know, professional advice. This is just me sharing what I, you know, what I believe on the topic of mental health and what I think will help other people who are, who have been in similar situations to what I've been in. But I truly believe that you will see a drastic difference once they become connected to the world of sports in some capacity they don't have to be an all-star they don't have to be the best on the team but if they're going out there and they're having fun and they get to they get to compete and they get to go out there and they get to fly around on the ice or on the court or on the field and that feeling's like that feeling's incredible and i guarantee you i don't and as i said i don't like to do this very often but i guarantee you that in some capacity it will help might not be a saving grace like it was for me, but it'll be something. And I, I really think that that's enough. It's a huge step, but I feel like it's a huge step in the right direction. So I think that's a good place to leave it there, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Um, it was a bit of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of thing. Uh, last yesterday, actually, when I was editing the podcast that I had recorded, I'd recorded it with a couple of my closest friends. We talked about what the gym has meant to us throughout our lives. Uh, which is a podcast I'll still do in the future, but as uh, as I was recording it, everything uh, for for some reason my computer had crashed, it got corrupted, uh, and I happened to lose that interview. So I'm uh, definitely doing my due diligence to make sure that never happens again. But uh, this was something that so this was something that had to be put together, you know, kind of within uh, within the morning uh, of this being released. So I, I just really appreciate you guys showing it support. Uh, there is, you know, a lot of time that's being put into this. So to hear your feedback and to hear your stories is, is really what makes it worth it for me. So I just want to thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much. And just know that I, I know I say this every week, but there are some really big things coming and I just can't wait to, to share them with you guys. So from the bottom of my heart, just want to say thank you. And I think that that's a good transition into the challenge this week, which is sports. Start looking into how you can get involved with sports at any level. You don't even have to get involved right away, but just do something where you kind of start looking into it. Start looking into a sport that you're interested in, and it can be anything. Lacrosse, rock climbing, basketball, hockey, like any sport, anything where you can build community and you can take yourself out of your head and into your body. Look into that and see what, see what avenues are available to you. And if you guys need some help with that, feel free to message me on any kind of social medias on Instagram at KyleMoore08 on Twitter, Matt KMoore0081, or the podcast itself at Life's a Rec Podcast on Instagram. Um, and uh, I, and I'd be more than happy to help you out because sports were something that changed my life for the better and were a, were a guiding North Star, a bright point in a very dark part of my life. So I will always be an advocate for sports because I, tr- I, I really believe that it's one of the best medicines for mental health. So I'm more than happy to help. Uh, help you out with that and as i said feel free to reach out to me on the social media uh, like the podcast share the podcast rate the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform make sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing and um, as i was kind of typing this stuff out today uh, I, I was just thinking life's a wreck so that was the podcast
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.